This suspense is killing me. You're back now. You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of all is coming up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Man, I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. I kind of wish you had some, um, what are they called? Uh, Come on, Tim, sing. Get back to singing. Oh, tuka, 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 Record uh, because we did a recording on Sunday and it was unusable, which was so fun for me to find out. It was just so full of reverb and it sounded like people were talking through tunnels, except for me. I sounded perfectly fine. Um, oh, and then the buzz, the buzz from the stupid headset. Um, it was unusable. So unfortunately, uh, we don't have Anthony here who was here on Sunday. So We'll pour one out for him. And Nick is somewhere. Uh, <laughs> don't know where he was. <laughs> Nick don't is wherever the fuck it is Nick is. <laughs> right. Right. So Tim and Jeff have decided it's cocktail time. And I'm still saving myself for bourbon later on this weekend. Um, so, yes. It's a shame that we couldn't use the, the last episode, or not the last episode, what we recorded on Sunday. Because, first of all, if I didn't know any better, it sounded like we were all fucking stoned. Yeah. Okay. If we weren't <laughs> stoned, it sounded like we were alternately like stoned or on a drug of our choice. Because it was just, it was kind of incomprehensible in some ways. Like, it just like, the you know, how we flitted from subject to subject was just amazing. And I wish, I wish I could have salvaged the audio on that because it was magical. <laughs> you I mean, save it for, the, for, for me talking to the cat about what I was feeding her. It's Nick. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I was so sad when that audio was the worst. That was the worst. I could not even use that at all <laughs> because we were having such fun with that. It, we were just like, oh, he's feeding the cat. Listen to him. And at one point I whispered, this is what the mute is for. <laughs> <laughs> minute nick is online but i doubt that he's available i mean weed is now legal in maine uh thanks to the most recent election so could have been high uh, i'm sure i'm uh, paula page is ecstatic about that oh there, there there's a recount coming so <laughs> um I, I it's legal here in mass like really legal like super legal and um yeah i i it's not for me though because i uh, get really paranoid, and it's been a very long time since I've even tried that, and I don't really want to. Um, however, I admit that there are probably other drugs that I might want to consider <laughs> in the next four years. Anyway, let me just let's just recap what we talked about in the last episode. I mean, in the the recording from this weekend, 
We talked a little bit about a game of the week. We're going to ditch that right now. It's the game that we talked about was so far away. Let's just say the Bruins played well against the Habs, and we were happy about that. And we had some questions and whatever. So we talked about Claude's judgment. Uh, we talked, there were like four or five Brandon Carlo references because that's what happens. Uh, they were sprinkled throughout the episode. Uh, let's see. We talked about, I was going to give a pep talk to the Predators. Cupcakes. Everybody's favorite cupcake flavor um, or cake flavor. flavor. Uh, let's see. What else did we talk about? Um, oh, no, 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 no. Let me think. Let me think. We talked about Tuca a little bit. Then we talked about a fight. And then we talked about Jeff's cat. Jeff's cat tried to kill him. We learned Twice. how to draw uh, to call emergency services in Nova Scotia. And let's see. I feel like there's something I'm missing. Uh, we talked a little bit about Tuca again. The, the goaltender. Um, Did you say Vegas? Oh, Vegas. Yes, we talked about Vegas for a while. Um, and we took a prop bet, which we'll, we'll revisit that. Um, it was... Oh. All things the, considered, the show was kind of a chaotic mess. A beautiful one. It, 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 it was. It was. I really, really... I Let's put it this way. I had 74 minutes of audio that I had ready to go if I could have um, gone back in time and had adjusted things properly and had the right microphone because everything went to shit this weekend. So, it's okay. I mean, given the circumstances... I am really happy that you both could make it here, that you're both very well lubricated with alcohol. Uh, <laughs> that you took the time so we could do a short and sweet episode because the people, they might want it. Who knows? They deserve Probably. it. All, oh, all, all, right. all dozen of them will, will, will be ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> dozen. It's, yes. it's not the podcast they want. It's the one they deserve. Oh, oh, Tim. oh, there's layers that that makes it depressing for us and them. <laughs> Contact us at barely on topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I'm going to abandon our, for, our format for a minute. I just want to say, did anybody see the tweet this morning um, that we got from uh, what's his name? This is terrible. I never know his name. Um, wah, 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 Wardy. No. Oh my god, it's fantastic. First of all, Chris Ward um, at Wa 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 Wardy. No, Wa 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 Wa. There are oh, a lot oh, of Wa Wa's oh, 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 in there. So his entire name is, is just uh, dubstep, is what you're saying. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it is a fantastic tweet. He did a Photoshop for me. Oh, oh. I'm just seeing it now. He did. <laughs> He did it for us, but really it was for me. <laughs> Brando Carlrissian. Yes. So oh, anyway. wow. Yeah. You, made it, you made it a thing. <laughs> you made it a thing. Somebody did a Photoshop As for much us. as I'm not a big fan of, of, of that nickname, fucking good job, VA. Fucking good job. Okay, do you want to know how I started? How it started was, we were watching the Bruins. I was on Twitter. I was drunk. Yeah, I was, you were. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. <laughs> these are all things that happen and uh, with regularity. Anyway, so these, <laughs> that's what happened. And then I happened to listen to Bob Beers do an interview, like a like an in-between periods interview with him because he was having a great night. And he goes, so Brando, I mean, Brandon. And I was like, Brando Carlversian, there we go. <laughs> uh, make 25 great again. Anyway, yes. So thanks to the help of others, we've made it a thing. I'm still waiting for my t-shirt. Heart. Heart. Um, anyway. Everything okay? I'll cut this out. I'll be good. We're good. Okay. Okay. So yes. So that was great. I loved seeing that this morning. Made my morning. Um. So I, I think it's, that it's we had a nicely to... done one too. It's not like uh, some of the real crap that certain individuals uh, on uh, breakout on, on on for for brewing some uh, um, photoshops mm. actually bother cropping around his face, which uh, it's a very one well person done. Just photoshops all the time and doesn't bother, and it's mm. awful. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm not I think it's my name because that's not nice. But <laughs> I think there's a value in crappy photoshops from time to time, but there's a real, infinitely better value in doing good ones, of course. And um, I just want to say for the record, I absolutely love Billy D. Williams and I love Lando Calrissian. So it's not like I just it's it's a term of affection. People. Honestly, my only issue with it, and I, I don't have no problem with recycling nicknames, is that we just had um, Landon Ferraro last year. Is the only reason I don't like the nickname, to be honest. But he's gone. I know, but it's uh, okay. Again, I don't, I don't mind recycling nicknames. I don't like. I don't like recycling nicknames that quickly, even oh. if it's modified. So Probably. you'll you'll grow into it eventually. Oh, by the way, I just want to tell you that we have the chance to go visit the birthplace of Rutherford B. Hayes. Speaking of uh, nicknames. Ready? I mean, you can do that it's anytime you want in Dorchester. Uh, it's at a gas station in Delaware, Ohio. Anyway. So, so listeners, just in case you don't know, it's because I call Jimmy Hayes Rutherford, um, if that wasn't clear. I don't think that's come up on the show before. If you if you joined us at uh, at um, uh, Bobby DeBergie, this would be apparent. There there are two nicknames that are going um, for him: Rutherford B Hayes and uh, what was it? Um, Billy Jimmy Mays Hayes. Hayes. Oh, Jimmy Mays Hayes. Okay, yes. Yeah. I did call him J. I did decide his middle name must be Buford once, but not particularly for any particular reason. Just because I felt like Buford was an appropriate nickname for Jimmy Hayes. Think- appropriate middle name for Jimmy Hayes. James Buford Hayes. Right. <laughs> His name isn't James, it's Jimmy. <laughs> no. I'm assuming on his birth certificate it says James. And Jimmy Mays. I, I do not assume that Zach Bergeron's name on his birth certificate is Zachary. I think it's just Zach. The Zach attack is back, Jack. He's what? <laughs> Patrice can do whatever he wants. Anyway, we are way off topic again. <laughs> it's been almost all Bruinsy stuff ish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna skip the game of the week. Um, we're uh, let's just we we did like a, a prop bet, 
between the four of us about the news of uh, the Las Vegas team's announcement next week, what they're going to call the, the team. Uh, it is between, what was it, the Desert, the Silver, and the Golden Knights? Was that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. So, Anthony's not here, so of course, I either I or Tim will speak for him. Tim, you speak for him. Yeah, uh, both Anthony and I went with the Desert Knights just because it's a little bit different, and um, it seems like either silver or gold will be the more obvious choice. So, going with the Desert, you know? Yep. And yeah, you last all- point's not, a, not, not an unusual reason to take a bet, but power to you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and you know another thing speaks to me. <laughs> another thing is it's we're not exchanging anything here, but you get to win. So that's we just something. Take pop bets here that we never follow up on whether they were true or not. Nope. Nope. nope because I don't have the attention span for it. What the hell is going on? Um, so anyway, I think they just want to call it the Hot Desert Nights. I think that's what it is. Like when they go on a streak or something. The Hot Desert Nights. <laughs> <laughs> you should get I waggled my dr- fingers inside if that didn't come through on the podcast. <laughs> didn't, because you couldn't see me waggling my fingers. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I want you to get, like, wasted every time. <laughs> because we get jazz hands. <laughs> we seem to have lost him. That's okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, um, so you so, and I, we agreed, which happens from time to time. Yeah, occasionally, you know. We are we are almost kind of not really, though, now that we've established this after a large enough sample size doppelgangers. So, uh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, we tend to agree a lot more than we actually um, will admit, I think. Yeah, probably. So anyway... And we're both from Rhode Island, so we're the Rhode Island faction, and we said Silver. Silver Knights. It makes sense. And why? Because Nevada's the Silver State. So, really, I don't understand why they're even putting those other ones out, because it seems painfully obvious to me. And it ain't bad. It flows better, I think. Silver Knights sound better to me than Golden Knights, or God forbid, Desert Knights sounds awful. <laughs> yes, we're going to have the tour of the apartment. Well, you see, this I is the third or fourth one, and I need a third, fourth. Listeners, I had a bad day. I'm having another right rush. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are you sure it's not a silver Russian? Uh, <laughs> maybe it's a desert one. I'd be okay with that because that means I win. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so Jet's making himself a drink. What else do we have on the docket, Tim? Oh, we've got some Tukaras talk on the docket. Um, He's having a magnificent season, um, if I do say so myself. He is 10-1 so far in the 11 games he's played. And just kind of looking at the statistics a little bit, he's actually given up uh, less goals than Carey Price in the same amount of games this year. So Carey Price is kind of getting all of the attention. However, in the same amount of games, Price has given up 18 goals, and Tuca's given up 17. So, I mean, they both have 10 wins. 
Tuca's winning the goal get goals against average. Um, Price is winning that save percentage by 0. .003. However, I mean, if we're going to talk about Price having an MVP type season, got to throw Rask in there because of the stats. Just you have to. Mm. Yes. Wow, Tim, that was I, I'm you just hit that one out of the park. That was I came prepared. beautiful in every way, Tim. I, I, I think we're all done here. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared on my second screen here with the stats up. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. You how... know, I, I'm like the only person who doesn't have a second screen. I guess I could have a second screen. Now I just seem lazy. I mean, that you care, did. I only have my second screen because if I tried to pull the stats up on the one that our call is up here, it would crash the entire computer because I can't handle it. But that's okay. I have another white Russian. Oh, okay. All right. So and you're... Marlos came to join the party. He's down here over here. So it's a party. Tuka is, of course, always omnipresent. Of course. He's that would be a small apartment. There's nowhere else for her to go. Uh, I told you, get a baby Bjorn. Jeez, really? When is we saw are... we saw on the the first time we tried to record this episode, where, where when she was in a position positioned to um have her claws near my my jugular, that almost ended badly. <laughs> I kept that whole audio in too. It was really captivating. <laughs> you mean as all of you debated whether or not that I whether or not I just died? <laughs> well, I told you you weren't bleeding, and I, I was prepared if there were a jugular incident. Well, I mean, we didn't I, know I, how to call nine one one here yet. <laughs> it wasn't I until after we discussed that. Right. Okay. So here's how it is different now. I know how to do that now, and. Um, it was captivating audio. I just kept it in. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) I said, will Jeff get really mad if I leave this in here? Maybe. And then, you know, but it turns out the audio is what you said after that. (laughs) (laughs) I said, but it makes for really great audio. And just in case we could have Googled it because, um, there are some fantastic steps Right as you go. You can't see it. But different <laughs> steps. Blinded by the light. <laughs> step one, don't panic. That's step one. Just don't panic. Obviously, when making a call to the emergency services, you are in an emergency and have a lot of adrenaline flowing through your veins. Then you got to find a phone. That's step two. Then you have to call 911. That's step three. Do not panic is step four. So that's one and four. So, so much like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Don't Panic is multiple steps of how to deal with a crisis. Exactly. Know what will you know what you will be asked. So you have to read the dispatcher's mind, then listen to the dispatcher, and then don't hang up until instructed to. So those are the seven quick steps. If you click on the wiki how, there are pictures involved. <laughs> and it's fantastic reading, everyone. So I, I I definitely advise looking at the pictures so you can know. Okay, the first thing you always do in the, the, the chain of, of steps 
is always call 911 first for anything. If you have somebody who's choking and you can save them, you still call 911 because the chances of them aspirating something is still pretty high and you want to get them checked out. If you have to actually in our our first aid classes, they taught us that if you have to administer an EpiPen to someone, you call 911 and you take them to the the hospital or or get an ambulance to come. Yeah, don't just stab them. Don't just do that. That's probably not good. I know how to administer an EpiPen. Not that I've done it on myself. I know how to do it, and I know how to call 911, obviously. And I have actually given someone the Heimlich Maneuver, which is no longer called the Heimlich Maneuver, because Dr. Heimlich wanted money for that name. That's kind of doofy. Yeah, it is. It is. So the American Heart Association cannot call it that anymore. That's like happy birthday being a registered trademark. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, so anyway, yes, Keep I know. Pretty fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, you may have to call 911. So, in the, in the event that you have to, we just told you how. <laughs> My God, this is reasonable. If, you're, if your rash direction lasts more than four hours, please consult a physician. Alternatively, you can consult Jack Edwards. So, what would you take for that? Like, like, um... You'd probably watch the Habs play. That may do it for you. Hadobin, a game backed by old footage game from the, um, uh, from Gustafsson, from last year with Gustafsson. Yes. I was going to say Svedberg, but you know what, Tim? I like you too much for that. And if you look at Svedberg's stats... They were right on par with a backup that year. So I don't know what the fuck Claude was drinking. Claude. Claude. But yes. Claude. My bad. Well, you know, last week we we did discuss Claude and why he wasn't playing Tuca in... Or why he was playing in Tuca in some situations where we thought a backup could do the job. No, that wasn't last week. That was was the attempted first round of this episode. I'm sorry. (laughs) Last week and... Yes, okay. Let's so, say that again. So, in this situation, we had discussed um, why exactly McIntyre got started against the Habs, and Tuca got what appeared to be a series of relatively easy starts against the Sabres, Columbus, and the Coyotes. And incidentally, also, since then, the Avalanche. The Avalanche, too. Yes. Now... Um, now, on the flip side, the counter-argument to any criticism of this, of course, is Tuca won all fucking four of those games. Two of them. Oh, no, 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 only one shutout. But won all of them soundly. On yeah. strong goaltending, not just strong scoring. Although, right, right, because... the Columbus game was a, ridic- was a ridiculous gong show on the offensive end as well. But Right, but Arizona and, uh, and the Avs, our offense scored two goals in each of those games. No, we get the we get the we get we get the the um uh, the, the the empty netter at the end of the Avs game. Yeah, good old Don Moore. Really? Yeah. He's he's second on the team in goals, isn't he? Just how we predicted. No, can't be. That's not right. <laughs> or no, he's third. Third. He's behind. He's still behind. Uh, behind Brad. Yeah. Brad has five goals. He's Brad. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. Go on about Brad. I I didn't know about the third goal in the avalanche thing. 
um, because I didn't watch that game. And then I went to go look it up. And then I yesterday I just went, or a couple of days ago, I went, why do I have three apps that do the same thing? So I got actually four goals total because there was two goals in the Coyotes game. They're both two goal. They're both two goal. Both two game. Two goals for the Bruins. I thought I said that. I heard. Okay. You said two game goals total for all of them, and then no, I corrected no. you, and then I didn't correct you enough. They scored. So we're both wrong. We both fucked up. Okay. They scored two goals against the Coyotes, right? And also two against the Abs. That's yes. That is what I meant. If it didn't sound like that. I apologize, but two goals for each of those games, I should have said respectively. There we go. Okay. Respectively. But I'm going to complain right now because I got rid of the NHL app because I thought, well, the Bruins app will help me with this. But no, you have to have the NHL app to work the Bruins app. And it makes no sense. Sorry. I got to say, it's going to be a little concerning now. I'm looking at the Bruins goal scoring stats. Pasternak has um, uh, more goals than any two other Bruins. Because the number two and three combined, combined to nine. Pasternak has ten. And that's fantastic. I'm excited that, that, that fucking Dr. Goddamn Zavago has ten goals. Shivago. Um, Winnebago. Depth scoring there is concerning. <laughs> also, Never ending pasta goals. And Touched by his noodly goddamn appendage. And I think you're in danger of losing a bet if or uh, your bold pro- uh, um, prediction. I will say yes. Um, uh, Bergie's scoring overall is oddly low. Um, now, Brad is still a point of game. He's just getting an enormous amount of assists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for every bit that Pasternak is on track for a Cy Young, um, Brad's got a, a freaking Joe Thornton-level um, uh, stat line there with 5 and 11. <laughs> Very few goals, a shit ton of assists. Cy Young? It's translated to hockey basically in someone that scores a fuck ton of goals and not very many. He doesn't get very many assists. Mm. So um, uh, Brandon Peary two years ago, for example, had 20 goals and two assists or something like that. Cy Young was a pitcher for the Red Sox in the early 1900s. Right. Thank you, baseball fan. (laughs) Right. I I just... And he has 511 career wins. Now, why exactly that term's used for someone that scores a lot of goals and doesn't get any assists, I don't fully understand. I've never heard the term before. I've heard it in Um, in baseball. I should say, I don't think I've ever seen anyone besides Wyshynski use it. Oh, okay. I have a lot of a lot of respect for Wyshynski. He gets a lot of abuse he doesn't deserve because Yahoo. But um, I hate that he's a Jets fan, a New York Jets fan. You know what? You know, here's the thing about that is, who's the one really suffering for him being a Jets fan? It's him. You don't need to hate him for that. You can't hate him for that because it's the Jets, though. He's also a Jets fan. It's like being a Lions or Browns or 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 or, or Bills fan. I don't know much about football, but I know you don't want to be a fan of any of those teams because that's a fucking rough go. <laughs> we need to. You know what's to- awesome about the, those teams mentioned? <laughs> the last three, they've never won a Super Bowl. You know who has? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, yep. 
Shots fired. <laughs> I mean, come at me, Lions fans, Browns fans. I don't care. All four of you. <laughs> oh. I can take it. Oh, the Brown, the Browns are on on track for zero and sixteen this year. It's very exciting. I mean, the Lions already did that. They were the first. So, good job, Browns. Technically, right. the Bucks football. Yeah, technically they did it, but they didn't have a 16 game schedule yet. Right, right, right. Well, you know, um, that 16 game schedule. Given the opportunity, that Bucks team probably would have gone 0 16. Oh, yeah. That's why they were called the Yuccaneers at that point. Yep, and John McKay was all about the execution of his team. It was all like, for you know, it. Yeah, you know, like. Firing, firing squad. squad. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not doing well on the field. <laughs> uh, he was such a great coach. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think he's so, in their ring of honor, to be honest. It, it, he, he was a good coach. It's just his team was bad. Um, and there's not much you can do about it when you, so you don't tell So Mike with the Leafs situation, essentially. Well, they yeah. got rid of like half or three quarters of their team last year, didn't they? Like the Leafs last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Leafs last are also year. Terrible this year, but La- last year. Oh, the difference is McKay took over like a uh, an expansion team, and that was like their draft. Ex- that was their like expansion year that they were zero and fourteen. <laughs> Meanwhile, Babcock has taken over, took over a team that hadn't won since nineteen sixty seven. Exactly, and the Bucks haven't even been around since nineteen sixty seven. So. Hey, let's just um, – has anybody been paying any attention to the Patrick Laine um, season? I know he's on the Jets. I, 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 I got two words, and it, they're holy and shit. Um, we're talking like okay, – it's obviously not going to be like Timu Solani rookie season because that was a 70-goal season, the last one ever recorded, probably forever. But, um, you know, era-adjusted. Like seriously, holy fuck. What's he, he, he's up to some serious shit there. And he's turned Mark freaking Sheafley, Mark Sheafley, really, into the league's leading scorer. <laughs> I mean, Sheafley is nothing. Sheafley is a good player, right? But in the, in the previous, you know, three seasons he's been in the league have not really uh, been anything impressive. Oh man, I'm trying to pull it up now. Did you guys see um, the tweet that I sent yesterday about the line A season? Oh, uh, is, it, is, it, is it punny? Is it punny bat in there, there, Tim? Is it? It has something. I mean, is it about jokey? Austin Matthews being the pretender? Yes, it's that one. Okay, yeah, I saw it. I just don't remember um, the true context of it. Uh, I'm trying to find it to see because I forgot who actually tweeted it out because I'm not actually following the person that tweeted it out. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, unbelievable. Circling back to the topic at hand, Tuka Rask. Hey, we talked <laughs> about a Finn. Aren't they all the same? Just kidding. You mean they are to me. Oh. No, fans of the podcast, they are not. I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm, I'm just kidding too. So, um, yeah, so I guess we didn't, uh, Tuka was named, uh, the player of the week for last week. Or yeah, sorry, the f- first all star. First yeah. star, yeah. First star. Um, because of course, in four starts in a in the span of a week, he he won all of them. Um, 
spectacularly at that because, you know, like the Bruins didn't play great against the Coyotes and Tuca won it. And, um, well, the Bruins did play very well against Colorado, but still, you know, got the shutout. So, fucking right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, unbelievable. And again, because, again, given that our, our short attention span, we never finished. We were talking, we were saying how we talked about Claude's decisions in terms of starts. Yeah. Let's talk and so about it was that. Uh, he started McIntyre against the only truly dangerous team of the week. And they That's say against the Habs. Yeah, it w- what we talked about before was, one, um, we've been using Zane, we use Zane for the, uh, the Habs game, and we kind of questioned why that was going on, and then we thought, well, maybe he'll kind of mix it up this weekend with Zane and, and Tuca, and he didn't end up doing that. Um, and I don't want to continue on with the narrative about uh, Tuca and the Habs, um, but... no. I, you know, it's like I you have to question why why are you using Zane like that? With with another game to go on the sample size, I'm more inclined to um uh, to to go with my tinfoil in a serious way to go for my with my tinfoil hat theory there. About let's that is to say that Claude had written off the Habs game and decided to get as many points out of the other games as possible. So started Tuca for all the easy games because it's like, okay, you know what? These are easy points. So let's make sure we get we fucking get them and start Tuca four games and get the eight points. And basically decided, made the conscious choice to not necessarily throw the, the Habs game, but say, well, there's a good chance we lose this no matter who starts because, because the Habs are playing really well right now. So we'll start Zane because that way... Tuca can play as many of the other games as possible. Now, it's awful reasoning in a variety of levels. Right. And, of course, Zane played very fucking well that game. He did. And, and the whole team and did. And honestly, the Bruins in general played very well. Yes. They just still didn't win. Because and honestly, goddamn I think, motherfucking price. I think your theory <laughs> holds weight just because why not? Why wouldn't Zane get another start in that? I mean, if he if Claude trusted him enough to play against the Habs, why wouldn't he start him in another game against a lesser team? The Coyotes can't score a goal, can't buy a goal, right? Why why didn't he start start him against the against the Habs? That said, the team played like shit in front of the against the Habs, and it was yeah, Tuka, it was Tuka that got that win mostly. Yes, Pasta and Spooner both scored. Spooner, right? Well, maybe, you know, I mean, this is where the back-to-back comes in, right? Before Sunday, we couldn't really talk about it this way, but that was a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Um, and you played Tuca for both of them, which we w- we questioned at the time of recording when what? we found that out. What? But then you got to shut out the second night of the back-to-back? Right, right. If you had played Zane and the team played like that in front of him, would you have had that win? I suspect not. No, see, in retrospect, with the full full benefit of retrospect, yes, it works. Hindsight, mm-hmm. rather, not retrospect. Um, the rear sense. view mirror. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is stuff that we didn't know. We questioned a lot of things because, well, I 
am of the opinion because we took a look at the schedule. Oh, I forgot to mention that. We took like yeah. a very long look at the schedule. <laughs> if, if you dropped in the middle of the podcast and heard that, you would have been like, what the fuck? Why are they talking about the schedule? You know? And I joked that we would bring on an accountant next week. Tim, get your dad. Well, and we, we do have we do have an HR professional usually on the show. Well, yeah, but he's been missing. So 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 anyway. How very look, HR of him. We looked at the schedule, and the schedule next month is brutal. It, basically, each month vaguely looks like March usually does. There's yeah, or somehow. We don't understand it. it. It shouldn't be possible. Well, there's well, the bye week. You know, there's that one week off. Bye week, and then we started a week and a half later, so. So that's, so that's two and a half enough. weeks that you have to make up for. But it shouldn't still- take all of the other months to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, there are fewer days that you can count that they're um, not playing a game next month than there are, you know, I mean, they're playing like 16 games next month. And they still have the Christmas break off. You know what I mean? And yet there are no, there are so few home games during the time range when I was hoping to be in in New England for for the holidays. It's okay, though. But you do have one. I was going (laughs) to remind you of that to cheer you up. You and there do. is one other, but it was. Sorry, listeners, my cat bit me several times. In it's one thing when she bites my hand, but when she bites the soft parts of my arm, it hurts a lot. You hear that, cat? I said it's slow for you. <laughs> Go ahead and leave that in the show. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> talked about this last our very first podcast i think about tuca um because uh, we did that last year tuca traditionally starts off terribly you know he, he are, are you listening jeff you look like you're lost i am here okay uh, he usually just does not have a good october and he starts to shape up by november but he started out on fire this year i mean he was out for a few games because of some injury that we don't really know what it is. I mean, I and, think and, he said hamstring. Or and then to begin with, he wasn't super great. Remember that first, that opener against uh, Columbus? Uh, mm-hmm. We gave up a fuck ton of goals. We still won. Three, I think, right? Gave it three. Was it? Yeah, six, three. Yeah. Yeah. He gave quite a few goals that game. Um, we still won. Um, probably because Brad was just like, okay, well, it's like, well, it's time for me to do things. Bergie's out. Things. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Marshy, <laughs> Bacchus, and Pasternak were just amazing those first few games. They were. Yes. All, all of them. So, yes, it's true. It's like Tuka himself may not have been playing that great, but still, he managed to not let in all the goals. You know what I mean? Correct. Which is, sometimes Again, that's the criteria Columbus. you used to have to have. But. but <laughs> well, Columbus is kind of analogous to your team right now in their own division. You know, uh, they could be a contender for a wild card spot if it comes down to that later on. We pointed that out in the in the, the on Sunday. So um, don't it, they have some some scoring ability? They scored ten on the Habs. Remember, 
that wasn't and Carey I will Price. Say, for some reason, I think it's for some reason, and I don't really okay. For starters, for Bruins right now are our, our, our second wild card slot, which is insane to me, um, given our records pretty fucking solid at ten and six, ten six and zero. Oh. Um, it's because we have more losses because uh, backup goaltenders have had a rough go. Right. Yeah, I guess Columbus is only two points behind us. Because they've got two loser points. Well, I think the Bruins have only actually gone into overtime like once, haven't they? And that was that went into a shootout. Yeah, so we have, nine, we have ten won. wins and we have nine ROW. So yeah. we won, our only time going into overtime at all, our only time going to overtime at all, we won. Or rather... Yeah. We won in the, the shootout. shootout once, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, lost, we, have, we have no loser points. And actually yeah. last year that was a thing too. Was it last year? Or the year before, one of the years we didn't make the playoffs. Our pro- oh, yeah, it was last year because we lost. We, we missed out to Detroit because our ROW was fucking low, whereas yep. they had a shit ton of, of loser points. Right, right. Or no, no, we had a lot of loser points last year. They had a lot of of overtime wins of whatever it was. I don't know. It was a tie. We lost on ROW. It was bullshit because Detroit was terrible. Right. Well, the story: the loser point sucks. Also, fuck Detroit. Okay, well, yeah. back to Tuca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, VA playing the role of me trying to get us on theme. <laughs> I'm actually doing my job for a change. Back to Tuca. <laughs> um, you know, he traditionally starts out slowly. That first game may not have been, like, it, it might have been traditional Tuca. But since then, we've seen situations where we, we win games because Tuca's in there. Our backups have gone in and lost, what, six games or something? or No, five, five games. Five, their own five, yeah. Five, five games, because Tuca's Tuca lost. did lose that one won. game against New York. It was right. kind of ugly. Like, kind of, I mean, very. Right, and remember, <laughs> I usually forget about New York Rangers all the time. All the time. Just, just don't even remember those. So, of course, I forgot that loss. Um <laughs> Jimmy Vasey signed with a black hole, is what VA is saying. Yes. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. That's probably why I just blacked them out. Like, blocked them out in my head. I was just like, fuck that. You guys don't exist. Boom. I mean, <laughs> fuck if you, I- Jimmy Vasey and Kevin Hayes, everyone that spurned us in college free agency. Motherfuckers. Yep. yep. <laughs> Goodbye. You don't, you don't exist anymore. <laughs> I wonder if uh, well, I wish we had Tyson... better case, though. I yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. Um, I, I I hate seeing Jimmy Hayes on the fourth line, knowing that Noel Achari should be there, but he's injured. What can you do? I don't know. Um, I hate seeing Jimmy Hayes. Period. Also, yes. And you were man. You you were on the Jimmy Hayes train hard last year too. You what? And I, I agree with you. I wanted Jimmy Hayes to be great. It crashed hard. <laughs> off the fucking rails. Yeah. Look, you know Went what? Went off the rails on a crazy train. Um, it was bad. You just you just upset you just upset Ty Anderson. <laughs> That's fine. It's the second time I've done that in the last time. Oh okay. Well we are allowed to be wrong. Yes. This is the wisdom that you get when you get to be as old as I am. You can be wrong, and it's okay. Um, I want... I always pick, like, defensemen who are just not good, and I love them. But now I picked a winner. You became a fan of the team after Seidenberg was was no longer good. That's unfortunate. (sighs) 
It's okay. Do you know? I like backup goaltenders, so it's fine. That's true. You like you like Svenberg. <laughs> Tim, you and I, we love the people that no one else loves. Kempinen, yep, I do. <laughs> Somebody's got to love them. It's easy to love the stars, isn't it? It is. It is. We have to love the people that. No I, I will one... say yes. Loving Bergy is tired Wrote. and walked over, but also Bergy. Look, you so know why what? I love relief pitchers in baseball. Um, just not. But I will say the, the love for the stars is also why, I, among among many reasons, I hate the the, the enthusiasm from certain. Branches of Bruins Twitter for like calling Pasta the legend. I hate well, that name. I don't really call him anything but Pasta. Zadega yeah. is great. I'm rather fond of that nickname. Zhivago. And and, and and I prefer to say it wrong just because I do. Um, but when you say it wrong, it sounds like Winnebago to me. I mean, sure. Why not? I'd like Why to point out that I came up with never-ending pasta goals first, and then someone saw it and decided to make a um, Photoshop of it and take credit. A certain oh, website has chosen to co-opt many things that we left behind, that, that, we, caught, that we coined while we were still there. Yep. And pretend that they, the writers, made up with them. But no. Mm. Anyway. It's my pun. That's mine. It's yours. In any case, he is the flying spaghetti monster. Praise him. Yes. We've all been touched by his noodley appendage. Mostly, every single goalie that's faced him based on his stat line this season. I was going to say... he scored all the goals. All of the women that he had in his Twitter for the massages up in Ottawa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they praise his noodley appendage as well. <laughs> Oh, 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 God, we've got so off the rails here. Um, Tuca. <laughs> Back to Tuca. Um, Tuca-esque is great, and that's why I named my cat after him. Your cat has the same kind of demeanor. <laughs> as your Tuka cat would George. throw milk crates if it could. <laughs> I was gonna go with milk crates. I so 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 the the other day I, I had her at the vet and she was still in the cat carrier. I took a picture and tweeted it. Um, in spite of my rage, I'm still just a cat in a cage. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Ellen, um, tweets at me. He's like, "You better be careful. You know how Tuka feels about crates." <laughs> <laughs> now I want somebody. <laughs> now I want somebody to take that picture. Photoshop Duke Rest space on there. <laughs> Duke the <laughs> or the Tuka Rage Meter should have the cat's face now on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine at my rage, I'm still just a cat in a cage. <laughs> you know that we're recording, right? I. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> i've sung on the podcast before um why. we should tweet out that picture and um tell somebody to put 
Well, then we'd have to have a picture. Invite of our dubstep named friend to um. Uh... Yeah, forty. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet out the two pictures. Let's see what can happen. I mean, we could get. We do have other friends that could do the Photoshop thing. I just don't do it. I just do bad drawings. That's my thing. So Tukarask. <laughs> He's putting together a pretty amazing season so far. We don't want him to get now. No. No, because the schedule is going to be really, really rough. We could go into that again, but we're not going to do that. Why don't we talk a little bit about friend of the show, Kirk Ludicky, and his mea culpa. So um, on uh, Monday, instead of his uh, usual customary update for the progress of Prospects, of prospects which he ended up doing on Tuesday, ultimately, yes. But on Monday, he released a rather lengthy takedown of himself. <gasps> I know, I know, our, our hockey made it a pretty clot. Oh, oh God, he, re- he reformatted his website. Oh um, man, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, I went to look for the original article and I could not find it. He didn't, did he link it? I thought he linked it in the, uh, I think he, he quoted, he didn't, he he just, quoted he just, it. He quoted himself a lot. Um, basically, he, he uh, back in April, just after the Bruins, um, uh, that embarrassing final game against the Sens, where they the, let Chris Neal score twice, I believe. The collapse. The collapse. Yeah. It's just the implosion. It was the, uh, the Tukarask diarrhea game. Yes. The, um, not figuratively on the ice. Yeah, no, because Tuka wasn't on the ice. Kirk Ludicky had, in his, um, uh, his, his sort of recap, how did this happen? He's, he, an article he titled, uh, Requiem for the 2016 Bruins. He spent a lot of energy criticizing Rask, which irked certain members of this podcast, namely yours truly. Barely on topic alumni Kate as well. Wasn't particularly thrilled with it, if I recall. Kirk and I had, had it out on Twitter a bit. It was all good, you know, civil. We were friends. We've appeared, we, we've appeared on the show together since. So People can disagree. <laughs> Yes, and he's um as of so as of Monday uh, even Monday afternoon he's uh, sort of re- admitted he was wrong because <gasps> gasp people can do that. I know that people can do that. <laughs> I'm wrong a lot. I'm reading a book about being wrong. It's fabulous. But uh, yeah, it um it I he goes to through it. In, in like paragraph by paragraph. Breaks down his wrongness. It's 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 the most thorough self takedown I've ever seen. So, Kirk, you continue to be amazing. It, it's <laughs> it's not easy to admit that you're wrong. It's doubly hard to do that when you are kind of looked at as an expert or you're in the public eye. You know, and he's definitely and to not just admit you're wrong, but dissect why you were wrong. Right. Yeah, that takes a lot of work. Also, not not to mention just getting rid of your ego a little bit. So, long story short, our point is: um, good on Tuka Rask for proving Kirk wrong, and good on Kirk for, prove, for admitting he was wrong and taking the time to really explain to his his readers that he was and why, as opposed to just you know rolling with it, and pretending it never happened, which certain other Boston writers <clears throat> hags. Cough again. Um, <laughs> would never do. They would just pretend the previous articles didn't happen. Right. And um, actually, what's really interesting is uh, when you mention hags, I, I know that people um, get sick of... Um, I spelled that wrong. I, I know that people get sick of people ragging on hags, but not only does he not admit that he's wrong, he's pretty defiant 
against the people who pointed out to him. Now, granted... He pretends he was never wrong in the first place, and that's actually worse. That's Well, it's like Jimmy Murphy, except Jimmy Murphy's another level altogether, because let's just not talk about Jimmy Murphy. I I live my life not thinking about him. That's I'm going to continue doing that. Yep. Um, by the way, the, the article that we were talking about is on uh, Kirk Ludicky's blog, which is scoutingpost.com. It is excellent. It. Yeah. Uh, it is called the Tukarask Mea Culpa. So you can go ahead and read that if you already haven't. I'm sure plenty of people have. But, yeah. Oh, I want to say a pun so bad. Go ahead. But go you, ahead may, you may uh, take a culpa of minutes to read it. <laughs> oh, 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 Tim, for you, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, Tim leveled up on the dad joke level here. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was going to quit, and then I realized I can't, so... Oh, God, you were so fucking sad the other week when you decided you were going to quit. I was like, just stop it. If yeah. you been I was momentarily excited, to be honest, but I'm happy you didn't. Look, I no. groan all the time when I hear the, the puns. All the time. But that doesn't mean I want you to necessarily stop. If it's going to make you miserable to stop, don't do it. Jesus. I mean, don't oh, stop. Yeah. Keep doing you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I tried to, and someone I've been compared to by friends of mine a lot is uh, Phil from Modern Family, um, the dad. <laughs> I mean, the character, is a, the character is a walking dad joke. Yes. Yeah, but, but it, the unintentional ones that he does where it's like, you might want to roll that one back <laughs> are the ones that are really, really hilarious because he always says something that's like, uh... Did you he does. Just hear? <laughs> he does, and I love it. And I mean, when I once after I said that, you know, I was like, you know, I was in t- fully intent on doing that. The next day, I watched a few episodes of The Modern Family, and I was like, I can't stop this. And then something happened where I was like, all right, I have to like tweet this out. I have to, and I did. And I forgot what it was. And then after that, I was just like, nope, can't stop. <laughs> okay, this is part of my humor. Oh, no. <laughs> You've drank a, uh, drunk a lot. All right, so we can agree that Tuka's having a really good year <laughs> so far. We don't oh, want to be burned out. He's having a lot better year than the AAA affiliate of the Miami Marlins, who changed their name to the New Orleans Baby Cakes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Where? The baby cakes, you know, like really the baby cakes. Again, whatever floats your goat. So, <sighs> I think they're. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, you if, heard me. Yeah. If, if if your goat is floating, it's possible it might burst from all of the methane. Live oh. goats can float. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take the Google with this. <laughs> can goats float? Um. I bet the Google Images for that's fantastic. Oh, it really is. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're talking about goats that float and stuff. I would yeah. like to take this a point to, to it's just point to, to endorse to all our listeners, yougoatmail.com, where you can anonymously send anyone you know a stuffed goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goats. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 
<laughs> Timmy goats falls, and... falling down the, the Google black hole that is pictures of goats. Because goats are hilarious. Goats <laughs> on surfboards are fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I sober? <laughs> I don't know. Question. Why am I sober? <laughs> oh, goats reminds me of that fantastic movie, The Big Green. That came out in the 90s, and it was the soccer playing goat, and it was one of my favorite movies. It's on Netflix for you listeners. You should watch it, and it's fantastic. It's their mascot. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Big green. <laughs> Why don't we? Cam Porter from oh, no, 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 no. The Sandlot, isn't it? Sorry, sorry, Mr. Andrew. Best goat moment in, in, in a movie is actually a movie, a terrible Tim Allen movie called Big Trouble. Oh, yeah, and I saw that one. I've yeah, seen they are, They're driving in a car, they, 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 they hit a goat with the car, and um, uh, Patrick Warburton, more commonly known to people, of course, as Putty, importantly to <laughs> hockey fans as Putty. Um, and Brock Thompson on the Venture Brothers. In his incredibly Patrick Warburton way. I don't think I ever saw the movie, but I saw the trailer and laughed my ass off at that line and realized I should probably not see the movie because I will continue to enjoy it for this reason. That movie had a lot going for and against it. it Zoe Deschanel, I think, is in it. <gasps> yeah. Um, I, I think she's in it. Or okay, sorry, Aki, maybe I should go back and see that. If, if, if you're certain... It wasn't that funny. You know, you know, it has if, Tim if, Allen. If, if you're right... And Patrick Warburton's in it. That's a lot of reasons to see a movie, because Patrick Warburton's pretty fantastic. But he's never anything but Patrick Warburton, but that's okay. I love him as Brock Sampson on The Venture Brothers, which is, I think, an amazing he, show. He carries um, uh, Emperor's New Groove on his back as the voice of um, uh, Kronk. Yes? No responses. Okay. Oh, um, I've never seen that. Sorry. Speaking of Patrick Warburton... If you're fans of him, you should watch the show Rules of Engagement, because that's hilarious. It has uh, David Spade in it as well, and he's he's just very, very awesome. Don't, don't hold that last point against it. Uh, <laughs> no, don't, because, I mean, in the show, he plays good old Jeff Bingham, and he's just a guy's guy. Like, he's the stereotypical guy's guy. Again, he, he's, Jeff, he, he's Patrick Warburton playing Patrick Warburton. Exactly. <laughs> and then also the classic movie to not be forgotten, thanks to Disney, Angels in the Infield, not the Outfield. What? He plays, yes, in the That's Infield. A it's a thing. He plays good old Eddie Steady Everett as a pitcher, and it's fantastic. All right, here's the cast of Big Trouble for you. And it should have been a better movie than it was. First of all, Dave Barry either wrote it or it was based on something he wrote. And oh. I, I oh. loved him in the 80s. He was yeah. funny. He's dad humor. He's dad humor. Like, my dad enjoyed his humor. And my dad didn't enjoy anybody's humor. I like Dave Barry, or at least I did at one point. Damn it. Okay. Dave Barry's comedy books were good. Yeah. His, his, his article, I, I mean, uh, his uh, newspaper column, which we get like once a week in the Daily News in Newport. It was fantastic. It was so funny. Okay. Tim Allen, Rene Russo, Stanley Tucci, Tom Sizemore, Johnny Knoxville. I, I like Johnny Knoxville, actually. So, you know. Dennis Farina. Oh. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> this guy I don't know. Janine Garofalo. I think she's uh, actually P Patrick Warburton, who's the next on this list. Uh, she's his uh, partner, his police officer partner. 
Ben Foster. Oh. oh. Zoe Deschanel. Uh. Heavy D. Yes. Well, Zoe Deschanel is playing the same character that she played through a lot of movies when she was I'm okay with that. Like a teenager. Yeah. I like that that Zoe Deschanel better than the one that we have right now. Okay, Omar Epps, Jason Lee, oh. Sophia Vergara. Um, Before she was a thing. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember. I was like, is it Ava Mendez? No, it was her. Okay. Uh, it's terrible that I know the differences between Hispanic actresses. But anyway, uh, Andy Richter, and then it starts going into people I don't know. That's a lot of um, names worth knowing. Why was that movie so awful? I think, and I think it was directed by Sonnenberg or something, or Sonnenfeld. Let me see, who who directed this? Sonnenfeld, uh, yeah. He's the guy Will who Barrett. did uh, Men in Black. Yeah, it was Sonnenfeld. Um, Men in Black's not terrible, though, so shit. <sighs> oh my gosh, DJ Qualls is in it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was at Rhode Island Comic Con this weekend. Oh, uh, broke dick DJ Qualls. Long story short, barely on topic reviews have said this. <laughs> I've determined that Big Trouble should have been better than it was. <laughs> I went to the theater to see it because my friend Elena said, we need to go see this. I said, we do? She's like, yeah, I want to go to the movies. I'm like, okay. And we did. And that was and back in 2002. Else worth it to hear Patrick Warburton say, was that a goat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that line, but that's okay. It doesn't really mean anything because I've always loved him. Um, he is a massive Pearl Jam fan. You should listen to that nerdist podcast from like a million years ago. He also squints because his eyesight's really bad. Like, like not even LASIK could fix it at that point. I remember listening to that nerdist podcast because I was all excited because he's my man, Brock. I can't believe that that brewery, Medusa Brewery, uh, um, yeah, the Medusa Tap Room, they made Bach Sampson. And when I said, and it, <laughs> they, and they did, um, and the, they do these little chalk things, you know, they draw as it out of chalk. As, as, as box are, that's fantastic. <laughs> it was actually really good, but it was so funny that they did that. And I said, and I, it looked like it was a Venture Brothers thing. I'm like, you totally named that after. Brock Sampson from the Venture Brothers was like, we totally did. I'm like, oh my god, I knew it. That's why I had to come here. I've, I've told you, my, my favorite brewery in Halifax, the, the two flagship beers are a stout called Tom Waits for No One, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic beer name. And it is unambiguously the best beer I've ever had. Um, and there, there are other ones at Goza, and it's called um, uh, uh, Goza Face Killer. Goza Face Killer. Mm. I don't know how I feel about Gozas, but that is pretty good wordplay. I, I see. Their naming, their beer naming game is on is on point. Mm. Oh, and yep. they they have other beers that are also in um uh, in Wu Tang uh, themed uh, uh, namings, and another one that I can't remember right now, and I wish I could, but it's it's out. They're venturing to Outcast now in their names. Really? Yeah, and I really wish I could remember it properly right now because I'm it's embarrassing. Well, fuck. This whole thing just reminded me about how much I loved Doug Love's movies or how much I loved it, but I needed to take a break. And I've always wanted to play my own version or I wanted to play the neat, uh, Leonard Malton game with other people. Have you ever heard of that? Okay. Doug Love's movies is great. I don't typically hang out with stoners and I don't really, I don't like pot or anything. Um, but, and most of the time I think that people who think that they're funny because they smoke pot aren't, but I love 
Doug Benson. I just do. So anyway, he has a podcast. He has people on. They shoot the shit and do whatever. Then they play the Leonard Malton game where he takes out his Leonard Malton app and he's, he describes a movie kind of vaguely. Um, and the people have to name the movie and name, um, uh, you know, uh, not they don't have to name the names unless they bet negative then they can name the, the the movie. So basically, he's like, okay, it's a movie from 1994 and there are seven names, right? And so you bet how many names that you need from the bottom, not from the top. So basically, like that list of names, I could have said, you could have said, uh, I only need one name and I could have given you DJ Qualls and you either know it or you don't know it. Right. It's not from the top of the list. It's not the starring. But if you bet negative one, you have to name the top Bill star. It's the and the movie. So. So if I said, oh, it's a movie from 2002 and it's set in Miami and there's a goat in it. How many <laughs> how many <laughs> names from the top can you name this movie? in? and then if you said negative one, you'd have to tell me that it was Tim Allen, who was the star and it was big trouble. It's a great, it's a great concept. It's really fun. It sounds terrible because I'm intense. explaining it to you. That's pretty intense movie trivia. Like I'm good it at is, trivia. But it's oh, great fuck. listening. It is so great because you sometimes will surprise yourself when you're listening and guessing along at, at home. There was one episode where he 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 will have Jeff Garland or T.J. Miller or Pete Holmes on, <laughs> right? In their separate. Like one time he brought them all on and they're known for being really verbose and just talking a lot and not getting the game done and whatever. And he'd had to cut out the time for the game because he has a very set time. So he brought them all on for one episode. The game did not get played, but it was hilarious because it was like herding cats. It was just they were just doing their own thing. Side note, I'm sad Pete Holmes doesn't have a show on TBS anymore. Uh, I didn't watch his show because he's my least favorite of the, the three of them. He's okay. I love TJ Miller. I'm glad that he's starting to be a star. <laughs> he's hilarious too. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we should roll round up the show. This week, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about the Bruins in probably 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> well, I and said that's Zoe cool. Deschanel, and you went, Oh, <laughs> She's fantastic. I did because I do that because her eyes. <laughs> Siri, is it raining outside? I don't know. Fucking look outside, bitch. No, Jovi is a saint. She's Jovi in Elf, and she's a saint. I even I'm even fully aware that she's like a, a, a sentient embodied version of, of of the manic pixie dream girl. Like every moment of her life is that, and I'm okay with that. I like her sister too. Yeah, you just want her to be your manic p- pixie dream girl. Also, yes. Who wouldn't? <sighs> Me, because I like Salma Hayek. Fair. She's no Zoe. She's no Zoe, though, yeah. No, but she's charming and sophisticated and knows many different languages, and she's... <sighs> I will never forget that first time I saw her in From Dusk Till Dawn. That... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Salma Hayek in that movie is... Uh... Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, anyway, now that we've revealed that I'm not exactly straight, we should probably. <laughs> maybe um, maybe some bare necessities, just real fast. <laughs> 
I need a lot to drink right now. Let's do it. Yeah. So Anthony, who's not here, said he was going to be doing gin and tonics because a friend of his, who Jeff questioned as his friend, gave him a bunch of Seagram's gin. And he's like, it's free. I'll drink it. So that's, I wrapped it up pretty easily for him. Tim. Okay. Well, I've got a couple things going. First, I'm still, I've still got the uh, rum and apple cider, which is fantastic tonight, by the way. And also, I found Red's app, Ginger Apple Ale. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday season one. And it's like apple ginger ale with alcohol in it. And I love it a lot. Yeah, I've been wondering about the Red's Apple Ale. Is it really kind of like, is it kind of like a hard cider? Kind of, but it's just not as sweet, which okay. is nice. For so, so so if someone doesn't like something that's as sweet um, as like a hard cider, it's really good. But the ginger added to it is amazing. Mm. I just love it. I it's love ginger. Fantastic, Jeff. Well, I've gotten uh, proper liquor while recording the show. Drinking um. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been drinking white Russians. Um, there's probably good uh, um, half carton of the um, uh, of the light cream there. So uh, odds on, that's how I'll get grind my way through the nightmarishly terrible game against the wild tomorrow. If I watch it, I probably watch it. But um, yeah, so white Russians, the dude abides. <laughs> <laughs> the dude would not abide by that hockey game tomorrow night. Um... The dude wouldn't be affected by that hockey game because he'd be abiding. Yeah, he, he may abide know. more if it was the North Stars. Also, yes. I think, you know, he'd probably just be bowling. He wouldn't care. Probably. He'd abide. Yeah. Um, I don't care about that game tomorrow night. Ugh. Not never. Care. No, you do care. You care enough to actively avoid it because you have vowed to never watch the Wild again. Yes, I never can watch the Wild again. That's another thing we talked about there, logo. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we. T- that's right, Tim. <laughs> what is it? Who knows? Who cares? That's a topic for another time. Let's save it for our office Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're all Which be I... even drunker. <laughs> oh my god! Stay away from the Xerox machine. Anyway, um... that's going to be a black velvet day. Ooh. <laughs> god. I am. I keep saying this to myself, and I feel like. I'm like all virginal and pure and shit. I'm saving myself for all of the liquor I'm going to drink this weekend, <laughs> including bourbon. Some of it so you can survive being in Columbus, and the rest is because, holy shit, you're in Nashville, correct? <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, I planned that Nashville thing really well. Bourbon and drinks and all sorts of stuff. I have bookmarked, I can't tell you how many bars and whatever in Nashville. And then Columbus is just weird, and we'll just figure things out when we're there. Drink whatever it takes to get through being in Ohio. Um, By the way, listeners, you can find me in Columbus. Uh, or what's the game? I'm, I'm going to be at the Columbus and Flames game. Woohoo! I am going to be the one who's yelling at Dougie Hamilton about how much he sucks. Anyway, so, bare necessities. We're all done. Well, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. Uh-oh. So if you want to, to, to find her at that game, tweet her at DJVA73, DJVA and, and she'll be there. Thanks, If Jeff. you can find her. Do you want to tell them what I look like? I'll let them find out. 
But she's got purple hair. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it, I love my purple hair. Most people do. Jeff doesn't. But anyway. <laughs> In what way did what I just say imply that I didn't like your purple hair? <laughs> you don't endlessly comment on it. Purple. Correct. It's purple. But. So, so I took that as you didn't like it. I forgot that that's probably New England for whatever. <laughs> also, struggles with people, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a reason why we're all drawn together. <laughs> yes, the purple hair is wonderful, and it's a curse, because I can never do anything wrong, because people know that I have purple hair, and I am going to be a You're easy to out in a lineup. I am. Fortunately, it's gradual. Oh, no. Okay, so you can find us. <laughs> if you, you really us. want to. <laughs> and you know you oh, do. Oh my god. Um you can find us on Twitter at Barely You can find us on Twitter at Barely and Topic. On Facebook, also Barely and Topic. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, that's a new one. You can find us most days at BobbyDeBergie.com where we have our morning free associations where we talk about everything. Like Ben told you that he learned more about lakes and whatever. I don't even remember what it was. It doesn't have much right now is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about a lot of things. So we're very interesting and weird people. Uh, and we also do game threads, which are entertaining and communal and shit. Yes. Oh, yes. Giffy? Yeah, you probably have to do that tomorrow night because that game. Anyway, yeah, so I think that pretty much does it. We already did our listener shout out um, with our wonderful Photoshop. I really love that Photoshop. All right, Tim, take us out. Word! <laughs>